Okay, watch my lips, Mr. Weston. Mm -mm. I've hidden your joke book. Over my dead body. Oh, don't worry, it's perfectly safe. I do appreciate how valuable it is. Some of Terry Adlam's finest gags came out of there, in fact. Right, and I intend to make sure that they don't fall into enemy hands. Look, it's all right, it's all right. It's in a very safe place, and I'll give it back to you in a tick. But first, you need to do something for me. Try me. Oh, be a dear and press the button on the randomizer for me, will you? Right. This is incredible. Are you sure this thing saves? Well, usually. Anyway, I suppose you'll be wanting your joke book back. All right, let's have it. No problem. Tell him where you hid it, Marina. M Marina, tell it. Tell. To, oh, um, uh, Mr. Weston, it, it seems we have a slight problem here. Let's not panic. There's probably a simple explanation. You see, to keep it extra secret, I asked Marina to hide the book and not to tell me where she hid it. And she can't speak, so... Um, I'm afraid... Take them away, Sam. Bunch of amateurs. Oh, hang on, hang on. I haven't even said what episode we're watching this week. It's another brand new series on the Randomizer today. We're joining the search for Lavender Castle with a stitch in time. Get it? <laughs> Lavender Castle. A place of legend fabled right across the universe. This is our quest to find it. Well, here we go, our very first Lavender Castle, and also another landmark in the sense this is the very first episode we've covered on the Randomizer that I have never seen before. So this is going to be an interesting one to, to get through because I don't know what's coming. Uh, yeah, Lavender Castle was, when it was first screened in, in Britain, it was shown at, I think, something like 3.40 in the afternoons, which was when I was coming home from school on the bus. So I would maybe be home in time to catch the end credits, if that. Uh, I saw the first episode when the DVD was released. It didn't really sort of encourage me to go any further with it, but let's see how we get on today. Beautiful opening titles as well, lovely theme tune. So, so Squeak-a-Lot is clearing away beer bottles? Is that beer they drink on the Paradox? My, my, Mr. Sproggle, I must say you look quite handsome. Huh. That's better. Yeah, is that meant to be beer that, that Sir Squeaklot's carrying around on the tray? I've seen that in a in a few episodes. I've skimmed through to sort of get an idea of what the show looks like. But fourteen thirty-five, precisely. Yeah, they all they all sloshed on the paradox all the time. I have no idea. This is this is the dangers of reviewing a show I've never seen before. A time machine? I didn't know we had a tea machine. Don't get too excited, Roger. We can't use it. Why not? Well, it's experimental. In the wrong hands, it could destroy the fabric of the entire universe. Give over that little thing. And we are still pouring out drinks, so we are clearly not the right hands to uh, to deal with a time machine. Well, you're the captain, Captain. He's that is beer, isn't it? That is beer that Captain Thrice is drinking. When I was flying starfighters, okay. I used to practice dodging in and out of asteroids, playing cat and mouse. It's surprising how well you can hide behind one of those things. What is it, Roger? I thought I saw something. Oh, there it is. It's uh, Dr. Egon's ship, the... Um, 
I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called, I'm sorry. But the Paradox is now under fire from it. Um, oh, they've been hit. Spoggle has got like his painting on his head. Find some cover, Roger! I'm trying, I'm trying! Now, my pet, you know what to do. I love the voice of Dr. Akon. That's such a beautifully sinister voice. Very appropriate to the character. And all of these characters are utterly beautifully designed, I think. The CGI for the space stuff is... is okay. It's not the greatest, but... The characters and the animation, it's all beautiful stuff. It's almost like he wants us to see him. It wasn't a very cunning plan, just uh, sending out... What's that parrot's name? Oh god, that parrot's name is Trump, isn't it? <gasps> Captain Thrice has been hit! Captain. He's badly injured. Don't let him die, Lyle! Oh no! Why didn't they hit me instead? <laughs> I, I'm just a machine. Lyka? Lyka? It's no use. He's dead. <laughs> oh, bother. Well, one of them, but I'll get the rest uh, as soon as possible. Bear with me. Is oh god, they've covered thrice with a sheet. Maximum power coming right up. Hit again. Oh, Isambard, are you alright? Oh. Is he? And Isambard's out. Only one way to get more speed now. Oh dear. This is one of those episodes, is it? Sproggle and squeak lock. Oh no, everybody's getting bumped off! And Aegon's... Oh, Aegon's claw ship has knocked the... the engines off the... the parallel. We haven't had it! How do you operate this thing? I'm not sure, and I can't raise Isambard! Oh, never mind! Captain Thrice said we weren't to touch it! Don't you understand? Captain isn't with us anymore! Kind of, that's a very sad way to sort of say he's dead. Oh, and the paradox has just been ripped in half and gone. But of course, we have this time machine. Thankfully, we whipped up a time machine not knowing that we were all about to die. Hmm, very convenient that. But we're back with uh, back at the beginning of the episode. My, my, Mr. Sproggle, I must say you look quite handsome. That's better. Does anybody remember what happened? Uh, what's the time, Squeaky? At the third stroke, the time will be 14.35, precisely. Beep, beep, beep. I'm sure I've painted this before. What you're doing isn't bad. Routine maintenance. There's nothing routine about this. It's a time machine! Of course! The time machine! Captain, you're alive! Uh, and still drinking. <laughs> what is this guy's problem? Can someone please explain what this drink is that he's always on? All of us! Captain, don't you remember what happened? We were attacked by Dr. Aegon and you were killed! You were all killed. Don't any of you remember? The attack! Captain Thrice dying! I used the time machine! We're back in time! 
Um, like her. You're not well. Why don't you go upstairs? Yes, don't talk about the time machine that we have actually built. That's the existence of the time machine is uh, is not crazy. The thought that we may have used it—that's insane. Asteroid. Yes. You distract their attention while I come up behind and grab them with my mandibles. You what? My giant claws, idiot! Oh yes, yes. Then we can go down to the planet and smash them on the rocks. Well, between us, I'm sure we can think up a suitable. Ending. Now get ready. We're approaching the. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, lovely close-up on the, on Dr. Aegon's face here shows the beautiful expressiveness in the face and also that, that earring in his nose. Lavender Castle. We can't change course now. We may miss an opportunity of a lifetime. But Captain. When I was flying starfighters, we used to practice dodging in and out of. Stop it! That's what you said just before Dr. Aegon attacked us. Oh, and there's CGI Trump. Thrice. This clock stopped again. Oh, really? Sproggle, how many times have I told you not to turn the clock the wrong way? But, but, if you uh, want to correct it, you must only turn it forwards, not backwards. Backwards? What? What is it, Roger? I thought I saw something. Roger, change course! Do as she says, Roger! Now! You got it! Oh, right, so when the male captain endorses it, we'll listen to the woman, but otherwise, we'll, um, we'll ignore her. It was And I must stress again, this is a woman who can fly. You listen to the woman who can fly. Because she can fly. We were literally snatched from the jaws of death. Thanks to you, Laika. And Isambard, if we hadn't fixed the time machine... How come you knew well, if we hadn't built one in the time, first place... Well, we didn't. I can only say that my biological clock is different. Oh, I had a brilliant plan. And so, um, this, uh, this time machine that Isambard built... Gonna, gonna hazard a guess that that's never gonna be used again on this show? Oh, they're gonna crash into the asteroid! Oh dear! Massive, serious damage to Dr. Aegon's ship there. Colliding with the asteroid that he previously used to smash the paradox. Blast! <laughs> okay, we're ending on that note then. Well, that was um, Lavender Castle, Stitch in Time, and for what I had previously credited as being such a simple, basic kiddie show, that was a really ingenious way to tell uh, the, the time travel everybody gets killed but it's okay we undid it story. Um, yeah, only 10 minutes long. But surprisingly more, more mature than I was expecting actually. So yeah, kind of looking forward to more Lavender Castle turning up on the randomizer, hopefully very soon. Goodbye.